Welcome to the Amicable Divorce Network podcast. My name is Tracy Ann Moore Grant, and I'm the founder of the Amicable Divorce Network. Our podcast is here to educate those before, during, and after divorce, as well as divorce professionals about all of the issues that impact a family law case. We are here to educate you about difficult topics, provide you new information, and also give solutions for how to navigate all of the issues in family law and still bring your family law case to an efficient conclusion. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you everybody for joining us for another amicable divorce discussion. And these are short conversations with one of our amicable divorce network experts to go over a particular topic. And so today we are talking about gray divorce with probably the biggest gray divorce expert in this field, Andrew Hatherly, who is a certified divorce financial analyst, but also the host of the Gray Divorce Podcast, which is an amazing resource for gray divorce information. Andrew is the founder and CEO of Wiser Divorce Solutions and Transcend Retirement and the host of the Gray Divorce Podcast, which I'm going to mention a few times, and focused on mid to late life divorces. He went through his own mid to late life divorce and decided to focus on helping others avoid the financial and emotional stress that is so common in divorce, which is exactly the mission of the Amicable Divorce Network. So we're a great fit. He is a certified divorce financial analyst and has over 25 years experience in investment management and financial planning. He has also studied with leaders in the field of positive psychology and is a strong advocate for the role creativity can play in personal growth after trauma. His goal is to help recently divorced people build the financial foundation for a meaningful life after divorce and thumbs up on all of those things. Those are um, exactly <laughs> what we want as well at the Amicable Divorce Network. So thank you for joining the network, Andrew, and thank you for joining me uh, today. Very happy to be with you today, Tracy Ann. Very happy to be a member of the Amicable Divorce Network and uh, look forward to chatting with you. Absolutely. So I touched on it a little bit in your intro, but why don't you tell everybody what led you to really focusing on gray divorce? Well, like a lot of certified divorce financial analysts, so what led me to the divorce niche was going through my own divorce, which happened to be a great divorce. It, I was 52 years of age. Actually, I think I was 51 when the process started and 52 when it ended. We all know how that works. That'll right? happen, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't realize at the time that my personal great divorce was part of a societal phenomenon that was happening but of course i found out later that you know from from 1990 to to 2010 the rates of divorce for the gray let's say over 50 population was really the only cohort that was growing in terms of divorce and you know about uh, less than 1 in 10 people divorcing in 1990 were over the age of 50 it was over 1 in 3 uh by uh, by 2010 and uh, there was some great research done by uh, Susan Brown and Ethan Lin at Bowling Green, who wrote an article called The Gray Divorce Revolution. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I, as a financial advisor, I thought, wow, you know, I learned a lot going through my own divorce. And I've always been the sort of 
person who likes to share my experiences and what I've learned with other people, I've been kind of an educator in my blood. Mm-hmm. And I determined that, you know, as a financial advisor, I could add a lot of value by helping people going through divorce, um, perhaps learn from some of the mistakes that I made, but also on the on the positive well another positive was also learn from some of the ways that I grew after Mm -hmm. my divorce which was the pleasant surprise of it so I started I I got the CDFA designation and then I started doing workshops in Las Vegas with an attorney and a marriage family therapist and we still do those intermittently and it's kind of my mission now and I started the Great Divorce podcast uh, last October and my financial advisory practice while I still work with a wide range of people. Really, the thrust in terms of getting the word out and, and the marketing of my of my financial advisory practice is to people recently emerged from divorce after the age of 50. And the idea, as you say, of trying to build a, a financial foundation for a meaningful life going mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. And that's another aspect of what a, 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 that incorporates the positive psychology. It's not just about money. Of course, yeah. as a financial advisor, so much of it is about money, but it's how can we use that money to build a meaningful and contented life rather so than just a pot of cash. My experience has been that I have seen a real increase in the amicable divorce network of gray divorce. I find that that population really gravitates to our out of court process because it's not setting their money on fire and they're looking at going towards retirement. I've also found that generally speaking, not all the time, I have one client who has not worked outside the home and isn't very knowledgeable about finances. And this might be the first time that they're having to make financial decision, understand the difference in their investments and manage that themselves. Is that what you're seeing as well? Very much so. And you know that's a, a big part of many older late life divorces is that one of the partners, typically a female, has been at home raising children and may have given up a career or put, put a career on hold to, to raise a family. And it's it's trickier for mm-hmm. for older people, both male and female, to re-enter the workforce. And there's still discrimination based on age. It doesn't get as much play and, yeah. and you know, but it's still an important thing. And you know, and there's discrimination against women, and women tend not to earn as much in the workforce. So that's why the economic impact of gray divorce tends to be harder on women. It's hard on men too no bones about it. I, Susan Brown and Ethan Lynn put out a report recently. I think it was like the, the female standard of living drops about 45% and the male about 21%. Wow. And of course, the net worth is split in half typically for, for each. So nobody comes out of divorce better off. Divorce. I often tell people it's really hard to now support two households exactly. on what helped your one household you know, really thrive. So, and that's often, and you talked of the psychology of it, but that's often very hard um, for parties to understand because they have not ever had that life transition before. And now they're late in life and having to really wrap their brain around how different things are going to be. That's for sure. You know, I have the same discussion with with my clients and prospective clients. And I'll say right up front what you just said, you know, we're splitting up a household uh, with the s- same assets. There's n- no way that it's going to, at least at the outset, you're going to have the same uh, standard of living. And of course, 
Divorce is typically the largest financial transaction in our lives, and it's happening at a time when our emotions quite often are frayed, and we may be receiving bad advice from family members or friends, or even our soon-to-be ex, maybe. Or Google. (laughs) (laughs) And so, of course, for the older population, the stakes are even higher because we don't have the time to recoup. Right. you know, this this setback. So we need to make sure we get it right, get the divorce right. And by getting it right, we don't want it to be confrontational. We want it to be fair. We need to be educated. And that's, that's the key is to, to be educated about the process. And that should involve bringing in a wide variety of specialists, such as we have in the Amicable Divorce Network, attorneys who are committed to a settlement-minded agreement, certified divorce lending professionals who it's a no-brainer to have them involved early in the process because and they uh, help parties with divorce mortgages so to speak so they are like uh, an expert for how you're going to handle your house post-divorce exactly exactly and you know certified divorce financial analysts like myself to help people and you mentioned someone may not have been in the in the workforce or may not have been the one you know dealing with the financial advisor I had a I had a great conversation yesterday with a lady and she's doesn't quite re- reach the great divorce uh, cutoff but uh, she was very smart because you know she's going through divorce but she's chosen to do mediation and which is smart off off yeah. the back cuz it's less contentious not going to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a, on attorney's fees but not only that she's getting educated she's mm-hmm. calling divorce lending professional. She called me as a financial certified divorce financial analyst. She has a divorce coach. Mm-hmm. And this and this is not nearly as expensive. I, yeah, I mentioned this team. Right. It's actually less expensive in the long Certainly. run. And I'm glad you point that out because another issue I see with gray divorce is wanting to save as much money as possible, which is great and is our goal as well at the Amicable Divorce Network. But sometimes in doing that, they try to cut what I call cutting the wrong corners. And so sometimes they try to DIY their own divorce or they're very hesitant about hiring the proper expert to value that pension or to use a certified divorce lending professional, which is free, or to go to a mediation because of the extra cost. But usually a gray divorce is more complicated because we need to know how much each spouse can expect to get in social security and when and how much that monthly pension amount is going to be and all these different aspects. So I usually find that my gray divorce clients are hesitant to build the right team, but they really need to because that will save them money and get the divorce done correctly in the end and they will never regret it. And so I'm glad that you brought that up because I always have that struggle with like, I don't know how to value a pension. I'm a lawyer, you know, so let's get the right people involved in a little bit of struggle with the cost of getting it done correctly. Yeah, it's it's so important to to bring the specialists in. And it's funny you mentioned DIY because my last podcast, which is actually going to be last podcast I recorded, which is going to be released this Saturday, is on the perils of yeah. DIY divorce. And you know, we often talk about the perils of a long drawn out litigated right. divorce, which is expensive and emotionally draining. But a DIY divorce can be just as damaging. Oh my gosh. Just I, think, yeah. You know. 
I do. I had a case. I always bring this up where somebody came to me. I did not handle their divorce. They did it themselves. Somebody comes to me two years later, one of the, the parties, the woman, and she says, I was supposed to get $150,000 in equity from the marital home. And I never got it. And I read the agreement that she signed that the court approved. And that is not what it said. And that cannot be undone. You can't go back and change that term and say, I didn't understand. And so, you know, really complicated assets, a 401k is different than an IRA. A pension has all these different moving pieces. It's going to take just a little bit of effort with our professionals to get it done correctly, to preserve your future, to make sure it's done right. So the DIY, it's, you know, October when we're recording this, and we always do a little show on DIY nightmares around Halloween to talk about what we've seen in the past year alone on these sort of DIY cases. So I'm glad you brought that up too. So (laughs) I'll have to look out for that. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, it's such a problem. So always, you know, take care with your assets, take care with your emotional health, treat it seriously and listen to the recommendations of the professionals that that are involved on who needs to be doing this and who needs to be doing the work. Again, I'm an attorney. I can't value a pension. I can't do Andrew's job. I certainly can't figure out what your mortgage options are. So, you know, let us build, you know, that low conflict team for you to get everything done correctly. And you'll feel so much better moving into your future. So yeah, um, and it is, and it can be, you know, I work with attorneys in Las Vegas and I tell clients, you know, it's actually less expensive because if you want the attorney to do the financial work, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be charging typically 400, $450 an hour. Yeah. My rate's less than that. Exactly. People, every attorney's office has a conference room and typically there's a box of tissues in the middle yes. of the table. Don't pay an attorney $450 an hour to be your therapist. They're not equipped for it financially. So not professionally, I should say, you know, marriage and family therapist is so important because they're going to ultimately put you in the right, help to put you in the right headspace to make important decisions going forward. And that's, that's just so valuable. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up the coach as well, because I think that can really be an important person to help anybody going through a gray divorce to understand the process, make decisions, navigate what's going on. And again, a coach is much cheaper than an attorney. Um, And people just really need to use the right tool for the problem and listen to the experts when they say, I'm not the right tool. Let me direct you to this other person that can be on our team and really help you out. And again, all members of the Amicable Divorce Network are vetted for being resolution-focused, experienced, and engaging in fair billing practices. So if we're recommending a particular member of the team, you know you're getting a good egg um, to put in your basket. Yeah, terrific. You know, and I I should mention also that with gray divorce particularly, the estate planning can be a big issue and it's a fact that you know if some somebody in the 70s 80s getting divorced there's a greater potential that they may actually pass away in the process or soon after the divorce mm-hmm. and if those beneficiary designations aren't updated oh yeah. and and with ERISA and federal plans it's very important you mm-hmm. can't rely on state revocation statutes you know Absolutely. you need to follow those plan documents so there's, there's some technicalities involved there that, uh, that you really need to be aware of. And you're not going to know these things because you need you need a professional to, to point you in the right direction and make sure things are done properly. 
Absolutely. So what would be any parting tip that you have for anybody that is listening to this and might be facing a gray divorce? What would be your number one piece of advice? I would say probably the number one piece of advice is, as I mentioned with that example of that that lady, that prospect I, I spoke to recently, get educated about the process from professionals or just surf the web to start. Find a divorce workshop in your area. Listen to past episodes of the Great Divorce Podcast and other podcasts. Your YouTube page. There's a plethora of information out there. And really, we need to take charge of our divorce process. We need to be the quarterback of, mm-hmm. of our team. Now, obviously, we should probably defer to the legal advice of these people, but understand and be involved, be involved in the process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that you know, I said earlier, it's, this is the largest, probably the largest financial transaction of your life. So you don't want to mess it up. And you particularly don't want to mess it up if you're approaching retirement in your 60s, late 50s, whatever, 70s, even 80s. Um, this is this is one you really want to get right because you don't have the time to uh, to, uh, to to recover from, from bad decisions. But I would leave on a, on a positive note, and I always mention... You know, when I start with get educated, I always like to say to the participants of of, of the workshops that I do or, or whenever I speak to somebody going through divorce, there is life after divorce. There's life after gray divorce. And when you're going through it, if it is, I mean, it's never going to be pleasant, um, but your imagination can run wild mm-hmm. while you're going through the process. And because partly because you're not educated, I mean, my X told me I would be paying spousal support for the rest of my life. And for a moment, I believed it was very anxious about it, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know because Mm -hmm. I hadn't educated myself in the state of Nevada and the length of our marriage. That was not going to happen. So my mind could have been put at ease there, but my imagination went to the worst, the worst places. It's, it's rarely, if ever, as bad as you think is going to be. And it's a tremendous opportunity once Everything's signed, the decree's signed and filed to push the reset button on your life going forward. And I find with gray divorcees, you know, people in their 50s and 60s, I find them quite receptive to the to the to the idea that mm-hmm. of rebuilding and personal yeah. development and growth. And I think this is for a few reasons. Um, I think, first of all, the time factor, mm-hmm. um, you know, as as the Morgan Freeman's character in Shawshank Redemption said, uh, it's time to get busy living or get busy dying. And, exactly. you know, when you hit it, a milestone like 60, 65, thinking, if I'm going to do this, I need to do it now. Right. Quite often, this is a precipitating factor for the divorce is that mm-hmm. am I going to do it with this person by my side right. for, the, for the next 20 years? But, um, you know. Older people typically have more financial resources to fund um, the meaningful life that they're looking for. And typically they've got, I'm not, not going to say necessarily wisdom because age doesn't always bring wisdom, but it can bring, bring perspective and at a minimum experience. So we know that you know now's the time and uh, um, we have this opportunity. So I always like to say, um, you know, there's there's life and it can be a great life um, mm-hmm. after divorce. 
Um, you know, but uh, we, we've got work to do on the financials and then we've got work to do on ourselves. Exactly. Well, thank you for ending that on a positive note. I absolutely agree. It's an opportunity for growth and it might be really hard to see that in the beginning, but um, certainly um, you can get there. We have professionals in the network that can help you with that and keep you on the right track and get things done for you properly. If you would like to work with Andrew or listen to the Gray Divorce podcast, that information is associated with this video. So just look through there for the links to reach out to him or listen to the Gray Divorce podcast. Andrew, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Tracy Ann. It's been a pleasure.